I don't know how much value I have in this universe, but I do know that I made a few people happier than they would have been without me. As long as I know that, I'm as rich as I ever need to be. So the next one was Think About the Way, then, wasn't it? Oh yeah, so think we just decided to go with Think About the Way because that was already like that was done. It was just done, just being done for ages, but mm. it was like it was just the the a cappella from the whatever it was a by ICMC. ICMC. Mm. It was just that, and then so they obviously <coughs> wanted to revoke a lot and stuff. So we just went with that in the end. We didn't yeah, hear them the third one. Or we did the we did the third one. What was the third one? Because we touched lucky. We got Aidan Cookie, didn't we? Oh, we did. We got Aidan <laughs> So we touched lucky with that really. Because we were just ran you randomly asked them one day, didn't you? Can you get? You'd always wanted to do like. I wanted to do feels the like one. Heaven not the big. Yeah, feels like heaven was the one I wanted to do, not the big one, because obviously the key to secret is probably the biggest one. And that got done by Puddy, didn't it? Not long. Um, but I always preferred the other one. Anyway, growing up as a kid, it was always the one for me. Um, so at this moment in time, so we're talking like say, say 2004, 2005 ish. Maybe yeah. Right. Sorry. Who 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 were you who were you associating with? Who was involved in the music scene? Just Rob and Red, innit? Rob, yeah. Rob, Ian, Carlos from Carlos. Um, yeah. Pleasure. You see, you see people. All we had a few people. people well, the Colin yeah. Edwards, that fella, that was a oh, yeah. P and A, P and R guy for Ministry. Whether or not he was, I don't know. A and R. Yeah, A and R. That was the black got sponsor was and he took us up to the oh, view, the view. Yeah, to the view. Um, that was a bit of an insight it that was kid. a massive insight yeah well he, he took us in there obviously we had CDs with us mate you don't mm. you know um, and he introduced us to a DJ and I said we've got some CDs here and the DJ said we went out to the car park and launched these CDs in the car and as soon as he pressed play on don't you know when it started with the scratch yeah straight away he just pulled his headset to the car and he went fuck off I've been looking for this tune and I was like, have you? And he went, was this used? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, can I have this CD? I was like, you know, can't take it. The realisation of the reach. The realisation of the reach, yeah. Like, wow. already, yeah, like, oh, it was only the view of Flodstrom. It was over the water, mate. Our music should never have been going any further than... Well, you just didn't... Rob and stuff like that, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but Rob and Ian are the main two. There's no two ways about yeah, it. And then I think Lee probably come there after, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. Um, because that's the natural progression, isn't it? To... Have your local, the local jocks playing say, the music house? Yeah, I wouldn't really say Lee or anyone like that was really ever Not a staple. Involved. Of, they were just there about... The record shops were always like community for The record shops everyone. were major. So, you, you bumped into loads of different people, you're seeing faces <laughs> all the time, you'd be like, oh no way, what's happening? Mm. So, it, but the ones that you'd mainly be around, I would, it would be well, mainly Rob and Ian. They worked there, didn't they? Spent a lot of time in Ian's office, because Ian had the first base thing. Mm. Spends a, a fair bit of time in there. When did you when did you meet Woods then? Well, when he worked in Phase Records, yeah, yeah. No same time as Rob. Um, Woodsy was the same age as me, or what is the same age as me? Um, we didn't go to the same school, but well. he knew my cousin. Yeah, he went yeah, to school was... with my cousin and a couple of my childhood friends as well. So mm. it was weird. Um, and then going even further back, it turned out Woodsy went to primary school with one of our other mates that we made when we got to secondary school. So it was all <laughs> yeah, dead weird, you know the way people say it's a small world. Yeah, but I'd, to be fair, mate, I, I'd say Woody championed that around as well. To be fair, um, mm -hmm. especially he worked for Ian in first base DJ school, um, so a lot of his uh, on the record shop, yeah, on the record shop, yeah, uh, and a lot of his what's the word I'm looking for? The kids that used to pay to go clients, so to speak. Mm -hmm. A lot of Ian's clients were obviously being persuaded by what Ian and Rob were pushing behind. 
the desk at three beat or phase record. Mm. So all the students for the first week they were all playing that stuff. But Woods he's teaching them how to DJ, but he's teaching them how to DJ with our tunes, do you know what I mean? So it was yeah, I, I think everyone just snowballed quickly, mate. It feels like it did anyway. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's what it's the way you tell the story, I'm picking that. That's yeah, what it Things just sort of fell, didn't it? It's hard to put them in chronological order because things just pop up and you have to go, actually, was that before? Yeah, because we've just won then. One, one person I almost leave out of my mind a lot and I shouldn't, so I feel bad for it. It's Puddy. Puddy. Because Puddy was so, in, so stapling, getting us like. He got us down the studio, didn't he? Once good life at the clubhouse. I sent him and, and one message on out all it night. Was out, yeah. And, and said to him, I, yeah, blah, blah. Being aware of what we were doing, like, roughly, where, like, Rob was, Rob had started playing, like, good life and stuff. Yeah. We were getting, I don't know whether we got a section on that forum board at the time, but we ended up with, like, a section on there so people could keep data for tunes and that. Like, loads of producers did, didn't they? Yeah, we, had one. Yeah, quite a lot of yes. one. Mm. Obviously, Wayne probably didn't at the time. Stevie B, Wayne was about at one point, he had one. Yeah, so, um, just started, what was it? Oh, yeah, about Puddy. So, and then you messaged Puddy, didn't you? Yeah. Or, or just you? sent him a direct message on, that was all night, wasn't it? The way you could message users yeah, yeah. on forum boards. Puddy invited us down the studio on Vauxhall Road, was it? Yeah, literally the next somewhere. day, when I met him by three weeks, didn't we? And it, that was sick in there. Oh, it was like, it's a proper studio, you know what I mean? Like, mm. there's a corridor and then like two rooms going off with the little see through window interview on the yeah, side, all that, side. all the equipment, he had so much. Um, all racks of stuff. Oh, just the downstairs, walking through the downstairs door, and it was vinyl, like, yeah, units like that, just full of vinyl, right away around the room. Like, so he oh. was like, and he gave us a CD, if I remember rightly, full of like loops and yeah. all that. So that was like, he, he was, was massive, he, he proper championed people. I think it, he was kind of like one of them people who was, he was selfless in like pushing other people. And he, he didn't, he didn't let that get in the way of him hmm. or his progression or whatever he was doing. He was like, I'm just happy to help. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. Them people you don't come about often. No. Them, you know what I mean? Most people are only in it for themselves or... Just yeah. the sheer fact that he'd messaged you back was, was, yeah. it, was, it, was it like a head fall off moment for me because yeah. it was just crazy, the fact I didn't expect him to message me back. Because he'd be there quite regularly in the end, yeah, going yeah. down there. It was only a walk from town. Mm. So we'd go quite regularly then, wouldn't we? Yeah. See him and stuff. Mm. And quad, quad there yeah. a lot. Um, so yeah. Always forget to mention Puddy though. Puddy's <laughs> a proper nice he fella though as well. Cool girl fella. Had many a good night out with Puddy. Oh, even though no, he used to no. fall asleep standing up drinking an amaretto one Oh coke. yeah. <laughs> the only fella you see stand, uh, stand up in a bar red, drinking amaretto one coke, but his head will literally be there. Class. So moving forward from there, what, what sort of came next? What was what was the the, the next sort of well, change? From, from Pez probably would have came all this kind of game, wouldn't it? Incentive yeah, getting more, yeah, remixes. Bigger contacts yeah, again. Bigger contacts. Just pe yeah. bigger bigger people getting getting older for three remixes. Yeah. At what point did it, did did it sort of um how can I word this? Um at what point did you go fucking hell we're, we're onto something here? I don't, you know I, mean? I don't think I ever did. That's what I was saying to you earlier. I don't think when you're in the moments you don't notice what's going on mm. and and some of the contacts you've got. You don't realise it at the time and now you can use it to your benefit. Mm. These are the big ones for me. Like I was I'd constantly say. on the phone to a fella from Incentive, Calvin, probably a nice yeah, fella as well, on. and he was always, always asking me what I'd been up to, always wanting to send over tunes, um, and I remember him saying to me one day, um, if you ever want to do anything from the back cat, you know, of Incentive, just give me a shout and I'll get you the parts. I'm like, yeah, what? Okay, so like, I remember asking him like for, 
think it was at the time was like was it being beautiful by Matt Derry Matt Derry yeah might have been them parts for that and he'd said we can't give you them because the rights have been reverted back, back to him now or something I was like oh of course it but the amount of tunes that are on their label that I didn't even think to look at yeah and I could have just got remixes of like legit ones as well though and mm. I'm like what are you on the then you're like oh, yeah. yeah it is a good level yeah. yeah it had some good tunes on it you know like could have done like a takeout that was on his sense at one point wasn't it mm. like there's a fair few so yeah that's what I'm saying walking in, into in the moment, don't realise you've got this no I remember story. the moment walking into HMV and seeing that on the shelf and that was a CD single which one oh, was CD singles yeah they were the big they were the big thing seeing like a CD walking single walking into HMV yeah. United Nations well thing. Candy J come before you and me oh yeah I suppose it did, did Candy J was the first one we done wasn't it yeah. um, seeing it on a CD single like what my dad used to buy for his discos mm. it was in the charts probably yeah, was was it was in the charts it was on the wall in HMV I think it might have been number say 5, 6 at the time or whatever yeah um, and actually being able to pick up the CD and reading whose remixes on there and what and one of them was ours. Yeah, was that was the man. moment for me. That was like that was madly. Yeah, yeah, we're making something here. You know, this, yeah, yeah. this is actually happening. This like, is not just us messing around. This, this is not just local anymore. Yeah, it's not. making money. I think was the thingy for me. Once I'd realised you can make money from this, why are people pay you for remixes? Yeah, checks yeah. were coming in through the door nearly every other week, and it was a bit it was yeah. crazy, mate. It was fucking mad. Yeah. So were you doing music full time at this point? I always did it full time. Like I got lucky because my mum and dad, like it was always with us. It was always once you leave, you either go to favourite education or you get a job. Yeah, you don't sit down. My dad's old school, mate. Yeah. So it was like, but my mum and dad had seen. I'd not. I just left school when I was like kind of jumping into acid. Yeah. So I, it was during the time of leaving school doing GCSEs where you're not really in school much. That's probably when I was like messing with acid loads. So. Mm. Study leave all that stuff. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, uh, what were you saying then about? Sorry. Um, uh, like f doing it full time. Oh yeah. So I, I touched lucky because my mum and dad could see that something was happening and was thinking, if we push him into something now, he might lose this. Mm. So let's let him run with it. So my mum and dad just let me. I didn't have a job. I wasn't earning money from music like in a regular on a regular basis or it wasn't enough to keep me going like i wouldn't have lived on my own mm. from it or whatever or like I, I wasn't paying rent to my mum and dad i'd pay little bits if i could here and there but yeah every so often you'd get a check for the door it'd be like 300 quid for the remix or and then sometimes you get two at once you'd be like on the way so yeah it's not bad is it nah it doesn't work like that anymore, I know. No, 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 it's a different world. To be honest, I don't imagine you get anything anymore. Different world, different world completely. Um, so yeah, so like after after you've um, you've started doing the, these remixes, were you getting people asking used to do gigs or out like that? Well, I think without him by my side, I probably didn't have the confidence to go out and play a full hour set on my own yeah. without someone sort of. I suppose I, I was happy beat, beat matching and all the rest of it and actually mixing between tunes. It was levels I struggled with, and I didn't used to struggle with them until I DJ next to Chris and he used to constantly tweak the mixer. He'd be leaning over and he'd be oh, tweaking No, I know that. <laughs> but, so I so then. If I'm not doing that, I feel like something's missing kind of thing. So if he didn't want to come along to a gig that I was quite happy to go and play for somebody, I wouldn't go. Yeah, there yeah. was one, and that yeah, was quite simple because we yeah. went to the yeah, Tuxedo Princess, which is the boat in Newcastle. Mm. And I don't know why, but Puddy 
Neil McCluskey, oh, all yeah, them, they had quite a bit of to do with Puddy. They had a big involvement in the people who ran that boat for whatever reason, yeah, I can't yeah. remember. It might even be something to do with that Scotland ministry. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but I'm not too sure what that came after all these days, days, to be honest with you. Um, mm. So that was the only one gig I ever done on my own. Um, we done Maxine's once. And I was happy, I was happy doing it, I was, it was sound. Um, I think I might have had a few dodgy mixes the first time with DJs on CDJs, not vinyl. Yeah. Um, and I knew there was a setting on them where if you touch the top of the platter and push it forward, it just done the same as a vinyl. Yeah. But there's another setting where if you put your hand on top of the platter, it just stops the, it just stops the deck there, doesn't it? Yeah. So the DJ that was on before me, I asked him to make sure that it was set so I could push the tune on from the platter to yeah. be basically pitch bend, you know what I mean? Um, so he gave me the thumbs up and that was it. He was happy days, done my first mix. And it just went to shit because the minute it was the top of the platter, it stopped and then I, and then I let it go out of panic probably yeah. and, it just, and it come back in and it sounded like a fucking horse racing to the club <laughs> it wasn't great um, and then I think I, I said because Puddy kind of stood there looking at me like what, what's happened what have you done Why, what? and I said to him I, asked, um, I think it was Neil at the time to do this so Puddy jumped on pressed a few buttons and he tried that so got the cue on me next tune yeah that's hard push it on a bit yeah that's all that's what I need um, and the only other thing I remember from the set was I played the total control thing of what the fuck and it's got a big massive sub bass in it hasn't it oh yeah they've got sub bass in the repo <laughs> yeah, on the break yeah, yeah, yeah just before the yeah, bass yeah, yeah. yeah just before the breakdown yeah um, and like they rattled the old club to the point where the fourth of I just blew a speaker there you know what I mean mm. I think the fellow who was running like came over and kind of turned the master down on the mixer um, but yeah, I'd probably have done a lot, a lot more gigs. Yeah, but I'd have been for them, been a bit more. I open should have done a lot more gigs. Should have. Did you, did you say you done Maxims as well? We oh, we done Maxims once, did. didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, done like I remember Mark Simon coming up to me once in town, and he was like, "Love your stuff at the moment. Love your breakdowns and that blah blah." And he was like, "Can you DJ?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Probably don't mean can you?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I can beat match. I can mix two records. Yeah. I'm not an amazing DJ, but I got the gist. Like, mm. fancy doing a little set?" I was like, "Where?" He's like, in the Funkster. I was like, where's that? Like, I, I didn't go out, so I didn't know much about... Was it called the Funkster? It was called the Funkster, yeah. And he was like, it's in the 05. And I was like, it's the, there's like a little room in the 05. Corner like, room. No way, the 05, yeah. I was like, go ahead, I'll, take, I'll do that. And that was playing funky music, but I didn't have no funky records at the time. So I remember getting on my mate, Tom, um, asking him for loads of... Because I knew he had... He was a bit like, older than us, wasn't he? Yeah, Tom? and he was bent, he, he kind of knew he was going out a lot. He had the set of decks in the house, didn't he? Had he had vinyl, yeah, so yeah. he was, and he, he had all the latest tunes. What everyone local was playing, like yeah. all the big tunes. Shake, nice so, one, all yeah, but even like the funky stuff, he was on yeah, that as well. Yeah, he was. So like um, as well, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Um, so I learnt loads of records off him to do that gig. Um, that was my first like ever gig anywhere where, and I thought like no way I'm playing in the old five I can't believe it it's mad yeah. but it wasn't the old five it was just a fun stop but it still yeah, it felt was, as good it's still it's literally and I got paid for that was what was mad like he come up to me the other night Mark like uh, I always remember as well Ray Ray called Ray Mav because mm -hmm. I, I was shit myself I'd never even been on set of Technics mm -hmm. so and these were the set of Technics with the Alan and Heath mixer and the thing was at the back the games oh, yeah, I remember the, the game oh, on the back was, of the mixer it's annoying but um, yeah, I remember him just stood there and I'd done a mix between, two, I don't know what two records it was, and I just remember him thumbs up to me and I was thinking, oh, I must be doing okay, you know what I mean, to get a nod off him, like. Mm. Um, so yeah, but then Mark Simon comes through the end of the night and was like, 
open well there, nice one lad, and give me an envelope. And I opened it, it was like 50 quid in it or something, I thought, no way. So, nah, only done like half an hour or something. Half hour, 40 minutes, right, maybe. And then we done the actual 05 main room as a dizzy thing once. Yeah, major. Because Pez had managed to get us a PA, hmm. performing good life. So that, the fa- what was the fella's name? Calvin. Was it Calvin, yeah? The singer. The singer, yeah. I yeah, remember meeting him for the first time. Yeah, we'd never met him. Yeah, and he was on for a couple of Done that in the 05. Yeah, it actually went out live on Juice FM now. I think it did. It did. So, what was the, what was the situation there? You did the PA and a, a set, and done set a as well? Set, I, I think set, so, yeah. Yeah, we did, because I remember starting with, like, I, I was doing, like, I'd done a few of them Chetter and Philly tunes, hadn't I? Had the so, time, did like, the other. The other Thing that we done for Will Rogers, did that come before that? Because we done the OVR twice. I didn't, oh the PA for Will Rogers. Is that all it was? Did we do, do the set for, P, for Will? No, I don't remember doing the set for no. Will. I remember them organising a PA, but I don't feel like I remember having any involvement in we it. And I feel like they it? just played the tune and got some birds to come over and mime me. And funnily enough, that bird is now Billy Clements. Oh, that's yeah, that's the bird yeah. who, who come along and done it for oh, us. Oh, yeah, it was. Mm. Um, she was the one who. who, who he tended to sing it on stage anyway. Literally stood there, the old time, with the hand over the mouth with the microphone there. Yeah. He couldn't see it, what she was saying. Or, but, but that's, that's all, because she didn't know the words. It was then, yeah. Really unfortunately. Proper PAs. It's no. It's interesting though. Um, that must have been a, a sort of full circle moment for you where you thought, you know what, we went from like making these tunes or whatnot and you're now in the legendary sort of yeah, five yeah, one. yeah the being, being in the old five was mad. Well, being yeah. interviewed at the top of the tower by Lee, getting asked to come onto yeah, the, the radio really. show by Lee, I think we've done that twice in the end. Um, yeah, going up the tower, yeah. yeah that but was the first scary. time he got asked to do that, there's actually a recording somewhere you can hear him swallow. I couldn't. You can literally hear him go <laughs> before Lee. Because he, he was doing all talking though, as, as always. <laughs> and, and then he's like, You have to I, fire his head over, I wouldn't mind listening to that. He hasn't spoke, has he? So, eh. Let's let him answer this question, and he just flung the mic. Yeah, because the mic's on like spinning stands. I can't even speak. I just, I just, I, he literally hear me swallowing. And he also meets chicken nuggets, the cheeky bastard. <laughs> so yeah, that they were all like good experiences. Yeah. So as I say, you've done so much of a, a period of time, really. When you think about it, yeah. it's like stuff you've experienced stuff that so, that doesn't happen anymore. As well, yeah, do you know what I mean? That's why definitely, I really thought we got to experience what we did. I still do wish that we come around a few years earlier. Yeah, I think. Yeah, even earlier would have been a little bit nicer, maybe. I don't know. Mm. But I just think we could have made it something better out of it. But then I don't know. I don't know whether. It's more about the amount of records you've got to sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nothing but bootlegs, just pedals over the top of tunes. Like. <laughs> you look how good some of the white labels are selling back then, like the cheeky tune stuff and stuff like that. Mm. Cheeky tracks, yeah. yeah, cheeky tracks. But even just bootlegs that people were just doing back in the day, but. Like it'd be like Simba sings with like some vocal over the top, yeah. And then someone would press like 500 or 1000 of them, and they'd all sell people. Really they doing be How many, how many people were just doing that back in the day? Making and a lot of money off it, yeah. yeah. So moving forward from from that point, then, um, what what sort of was next to sort of 2006, 7, 8, 9 era? Don't wait, I think, I think all the stuff with you all of. That probably played a big part in like me almost just. It was probably the start of a, a decline. I think of me showing interest. Like I just kind of lost it. I felt like everyone was just out to sneak. Yeah, uh, people were making money off the back here. Mm. Like I knew. I remember. Well, that was more like the one when I was doing one stuff. But I remember seeing 
um, Ivano rocked the microphone, the one thing. Remember, I've done that as a one remix. I don't rock uh, the microphone anyway. Off the top of my head, I don't really. Uh, MC swing wasn't I remember seeing it on Vano one day, thinking, let's press that, you know what I mean? It was on like, there was two, another tune on the back. It might have been like a Bobby Eva tune or someone like mm. that. Or Alex K, I think it, it was Alex K, sorry. Um, and then I found out it was Nelson Santos. And he booked us from Maxims, and I was like, hold on, isn't that that same fellow who booked us from Maxims years ago? And then he's pressed and your tunes on a vinyl. Like, you know, like, so I just, yeah, constant things were happening, like, where you're just thinking, full of snakes. What's that news to me? Probably just never told you. That's yeah, <laughs> terrible, just, that though. I just felt like it was just, that's all the business was full of. And yeah, yeah. you were starting to get that way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, felt like people were just in it to make something off, off you. Yeah. And if they couldn't, they'd fucking just leave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that, I get that. So, um, where does the total control thing come into this? A little bit after, then, I think. Yeah, well, like, had. They said 2006 this. I would say about roughly around that time, yeah. It's hard to pin. I'd say it was because really I'd started making. Um, what I've done the Pachetta and Philly thing a few times with. Because I got talking to some fellas from. Leeds. Um, what radio station? Galaxy, I think that's from. No, Galaxy, I think. Tom Fergus, I think his name was. Yeah. Um, and I got speaking to him, and then he got a few remixes, like from a few people. One, one was twenty four seven, the yeah. Eclipse thing. So I done a mix of that, and I don't really. It's hard to really say what where the dizzy thing sort of stopped because I don't feel like I really ever did because mm. I'm still getting asked to do remixes you just really I, I, I always say I think it was a point in my life when we lost our, our auntie um, and I've always been close to my cousin growing up our Barry mm. um, they're actually da- they're actually Barry and Matthew my two mates oh, they're, they're actually labels as the little rascals then if you look at the credits on like yeah. you and me remixes they're actually in the credits um, mm. although it's got nothing to do with them they just, just like the, yeah, it was just a laugh almost um, because the little rascals were just a made-up imaginary mm. duo, um, and they were like quite happy to step into that place of being that duo. But they wanted to, didn't they? Because they were going off the pleasure. Yeah, they used to the go the pleasure. They, were all, they, they wanted like I think I don't know like they were. We were saying earlier about some people have this like they have a good persona. They just have a good way to put themselves out there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah Matthew's yeah, the same. They're yeah. outgoing. Both nice lads. You, yeah, you just you got to, to like them instantly. You know what I mean? Mm. So and I think they kind of like the idea of being supposed to be and go, we made this tune, yeah, you know, this you know what tune. I mean? I think yeah. they, they kind of enjoyed that, where I, I wasn't confident to do mm. that, so. But after she, when she passed me auntie, I went and spent a hell of a lot of time with our body, to yeah, the point when I practically lived in his house mm. um, after she passed. Um, and I think that was probably the downfall, really, I think that was the start of him starting to make his own moves, realising that, I wouldn't say I wasn't in it for the long goal, but my interest had faded, but I think my interest had probably faded a little bit because of the whole YOLO thing as well. And people yeah, know, yeah. Get, yeah, not getting paid up for things that you're meant to get paid up for. Oh, Chasing people for money. Um, trying to get agreed fees off people and then trying to knock you down to, with, like, uh, we agreed 500, can I give you four? No, we agreed five, just give you the five. Um, all that kind of shit. Mm. But I think probably at that point, to be honest with you, I felt like my job was done. Have a, because the middleman, I was the middleman, and I, I, I started kind of getting cut off to a degree. Like the record labels were starting to ring you, yeah, yeah. Um, rather than me to speak to Chris, which made sense. Why wouldn't you cut off the middleman? Um, but once his number started getting flying, flying round, I think I kind of pulled away from it. 
Yeah. And then I think it, it allowed other people to sort of get involved and say to him, well, why don't we do stuff together? You know what I mean? Because mm. I wasn't around, yeah, I wasn't yeah. there. Um, that's what I put it down to anyway. I mean, as you're saying, maybe you don't, you're not 100% sure. And then obviously he's saying he felt a certain way about music himself at the time. So it might, I think it, it might just been a natural dip, so to speak. There was, there was definitely things that caused it. Um, but as you, as you said, it never, it never, it just we never sat down in the room and went, should we stop making this, this stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It never really it fizzled rather than yeah. 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 um, And it dampened for a bit, it fizzled yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it peaked a little bit and then it dampened back. But yeah. I don't know what I started doing. I'm trying to think what I started doing the one stuff because. So did the one stuff come after Dizzy? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it came, it might have even came as a result of because Total Control was kind of I'd made Under Control and right. I wanted to basically strip everything back make it more pumping again I because it felt like everyone was just sort of going down that same like the was doing, the Clubland, Clubland red, stuff, like yeah. the BCD like the whole vocals and riffs we were all kind of copying Mike as well like so I just wanted to take it back and make it a bit more pumping again yeah and like Weird riffs and just raps, nothing, nothing too fancy. Yeah, you know what I mean, so I don't under control, and I wanted to slow it down. That was a big thing, because I'd noticed even through DJing the few times that I DJed, I couldn't. I'd get to a gig and I'd start playing my tunes at whatever speed they would made at, and then someone would always come up and pitch it up on me and say, "It's too slow." This, mm. and I'd be like, "Well, yeah, whoever it was running the night, not just a random." You know what I mean? Call. I didn't know. You could not you could have it too slow or too you know what i mean that was kind of new to me so but i didn't like it it was like sometimes you turn up it's like 154 and you're like no thank you what's yeah. going on or mm -hmm. even like even 150 was fast then 148 mm. was fast then because we were like kind of first making tunes up like 142 and 143 and that maybe 145 That's towards, towards the end yeah. the end but never quicker than 145 not, I don't never I and then say. so total control i wanted to just slow it down so mm. yeah and strip it back so i did done under control i'd showed it to rob or you did whatever way round and then rob rang you one day didn't he yeah, and asked you what the idea was behind total control so he mentioned that our kid wants to just take it back a bit blah blah so then rob was like i want in if that's something you just want to go for but i so, so at this point, had you wrote any Total Control stuff? No. No, okay. Only Under Control. I'd made Under Control, mm. and that was it. How many tunes would you have made in that, under that name? Under Control. Is it, was that an alias? No, that was an alias. But I'd right. put it under the Total Control alias. That was the first time I'd used that. So alias. as it stood, there was no, you didn't have a name for it or anything like that? Yeah, it was like Total an alias. Control, Under Control. Right, okay, okay. That was it. Uh, and that was because of the remote? Because of the remote, yeah. I'd seen the remote, I thought, I'll use that. So, yeah done that and then obviously Kane wanted in so the Moby thing that kind of just came about because Kane just wanted the dunk mix of it so I just knocked up a, a quick mix of it mm. and then sent him it over and that just ended up going out as a total control thing I yeah. don't really know why because at the time I thought when he said about just doing that I was like it doesn't really fit with what total control is though I was like oh, oh, let's just do it then you know what mm. I mean so well, you've done all the things and I kind of know on you them dunk ups because Alex Hayes come over from Australia well yeah I was and doing all them for, for red wasn't I because mm. I sat in ours one night and I'd just done a dunk up of lock and load Oof. and I sent it to you didn't I or I showed it to you and you were like 
heavy that, and I was like, "Lad, I've done nothing to it for a donkey." Two channels. There was two channels on that. There was the tube and the donk. That's it. I didn't kicks in or nothing. Sent it to like red and that, and they were like, "Lad, can you do that with other tunes?" I'm like, "Yeah." So they were sending me all kinds. Sat in the office, and I think I must have knocked up like five or six booties, like within them few hours, just donk ups, very quick donk ups. So yeah. Um, that was sort of in in between the the dizzy stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, in mm. between, yeah. Actually. So, but yeah, I think what the one stuff came up because once Total Control had been became a thing with Neil and Rob, I kind of had this thing now where I was like, well, I was just about to start something there, like, so what can I do what now? Because I, I still want to do something for myself. Mm. Yeah, so that's when one, week, that's when the one thing just come about then, just thinking that. So, so at that moment in time, it was like. You were meeting up once a week with Rob, and he'd, he'd come over and you'd write a tune, oh, yeah, yeah. and you'd be doing in, when you've got your own free time. You were doing just the one stuff, stuff yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, that so, makes yeah, sense. Rob, Rob would come down once a week at least, sometimes twice. Yeah, but I'd say so spend the day there, though, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd be there, like, nine we'd do, o'clock in the morning until like five o'clock. Yeah, yeah, like it'd a be a full day, day. Mm. and we sometimes we do one tune, sometimes we do five, sometimes we do three. It just depended on. <laughs> I think the first time was hard because it was all about learning. What? How to win with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said to you earlier, when Rob first came to ours, I was so, like, not in all, all, not in awe of him, but like, I couldn't. I almost felt I went closed up. I couldn't open up because I was. My confidence would be shot, shot, and I'd be thinking, oh, no, I can't believe I'm sitting with Rob, you know what I mean? Like, making mm-hmm. a tune with him. And I'm like, I can't even focus because I'm not thinking of, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I found it difficult to like open up. It took me a, wh- a good while, I'd say, to get to actually get and to open up on that in front of Rob, just being creative. Mm. But it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of just going through samples. Yeah, they'd be like that one. Yeah, let's use that one. Kick drum wise, and then I think the first couple of tunes were probably just effectively booties, weren't they? Don't covers or just putting. I don't know. Kind of. Axwell. Like you think about the Axwell. Well, the Axwell thing was, was done. That was like. Because Rob said about we need to do something to follow up the Moby thing, like a dunk up to follow up that. So we done Axwell, which was like a remix of what tune was it? Uh, it was an actual remix of a tune. It was, was remix the chart of, or something. And it was big in the funky house scene. It was massive in the chart. Big in the funky house scene. It was like a, oh, what band was it? Anyway, so we done that. Um, I think that was just done dead quick, and then straight away that's when we started. Hi-fi. Hard to beat, hard to beat, yeah. You'll know the tune, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, so we started doing, I think straight away after that, we'd done that booty, it only took maybe like an hour or two yeah, tops, because it was like literally a bootleg. Mm. Um, and then we started doing, what the I fuck? think it was, no, I think it was that. What was that? Um, slam Jam? Slam Jam, yeah. Slam Jam or whatever. So I think it was that what we'd first done. Because um, I remember trying to use the the thing after the tune that Robert said, we'll sample this. And it was like, mm. and then he's saying that at some point he said, but it's out of a different tune from years ago as well. And it was like, well, what's the other tune? And he was like, it's called such and such. So then we went out and looked on the internet for it and then found the sample clearer then. Yeah. We could actually sample it better. Um, I forgot like before. That, <laughs> like yeah. that was the first proper tune where we'd actually it wasn't 
it, it's not just a bootleg. Yeah, you're right, yeah. it is a bootleg, the, but it's not. There was more creative process to it, though, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. More to it, yeah. So when you start getting on a roll, and it's um, you 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 found you you're comfortable and you found your feet with it. It seemed to be that you you were just putting out tune after tune after yeah, tune after yeah, tune. Yeah. It was it was there was for this amount because when you, for the amount of time you were doing tunes together there was some a serious volume of, of tunes there was yeah well, I was probably because only involved in the first piece. three or four to be fair oh were you yeah and then it kind of but like, it feels a lot for me because I was working yeah um, I think Static Bounce was Static Bounce was probably the last one wasn't it probably for me? I would say maybe, maybe Static Bounce yeah did, did you just know for Static Bounce I've, I've asked Rob the same thing did you just know when you made it that it was going to be as big as it was I, uh, I, I knew, suspected it to be honest. You would get a decent reaction because it had all the, it had all the key elements, the classic elements of what a a, a scouse tune should should have. You know what I mean? Um, the rap was one of the biggest key parts of the of it yeah. being so big. I think that everyone just knew that rap from the next kids tune. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I think that probably helped. See the way it felt familiar to people. Maybe I still wasn't. It had the inferno noise. So yeah, the way it felt noise. familiar. Even listening to it now, if you listen to it, there's an old tune by. Oh, who was it by? See, see the. I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just taking a shot in the dark. See the. Sorry about that. Do you know that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that it's out of The Warriors. What's The Warriors? The, the movie. Film. The film. It sounds like the girl who's on the ra- who's, who does the voiceovers on the radio. Well I'll just be in a folder somewhere going through loads of old samples. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, the, it was it's very very energetic tune. Like it was, it was massive, yeah. But it was probably the, the, the probably the most input that any tune had. Well, say one of the most like heaviest input of tunes from from all of us. Yeah, yeah. We all threw our fair fair like sharing, didn't yeah. we? Mm. And that riff was something I always wanted to do as well. It was on the flip side of a remix of Salt. And I always loved that riff, and I just yeah. the first riff that comes to my head, like we'll just do that one, yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that riff, so we did, didn't we? And yeah, that was it. Well, we did. We just took one note. Yeah, we just took one note out of it and just re- recreated the riff rather than sample because it would have been off record, so we would have yeah got all the crackles or who's mixed was it? Don't Mark, it was, you know, Mark, not Mark Simons. It was the other one, wasn't it? No, Mark Simons was a separate final, wasn't oh, it? Oh, was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Static Bounce was the the, the the last one for you, I would say, pretty much. Sloppy after, after birth. Oh, yeah. That's when I fell asleep. Oh, is it, yeah? Yeah, I think that was the tune I fell asleep. So I'd come home yeah, from work. Yeah, yeah. I'd come home from so work. I was dead, obviously, being in the studio for maybe five, six hours or whatever. I'd probably been there since nine o'clock. I'd been in work since nine. Used to work in a school, finished at three. Mm. Came home, sat, walked in the studio, hello, 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 sat down. What have you got? What do you come up with? And they were playing it. And I was like, yeah. And I remember sitting there like, play that bit back a sec. And I was like, why don't you fucking blah, blah. And it was kind of like, yeah, we were in a minute. And then they carried on doing something else. And then I was like, why don't you do that thing I said before? And they was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do that in a sec. And it got to a point when I was like, hey, these already know what they want with this tune. They've been on it for five or six hours now. And I say, mm-hmm. it's too it's it's too fresh you know what I mean? yeah fitting with what they've already got planned out they're already nearly at the end of the track now i'm trying to change mm. bits of the fucking just before the breakdown um and then i think i kind of just went oh all right i'll just lay here and listen to it and the next thing is a fellow kip um, <laughs> and woke up and robert gone um because the tune had been finished um 
Didn't have like a big argument or not. I'm over it. Uh, did nah, we, you know what I mean? No, we like, you want to be Kate, yeah. I just remember Kane, like, because at one point we would, we would just, I'd just done something or whatever in the project and turned around to ask, or Robert said something in direction towards Neil or something and we mm. both turned around because we didn't hear the response and we both looked and he was asleep and we were like, I just kind of didn't know what to do. Rob just turned and looked at me and I knew what the look was. It was like, why are we even bothered? What, what, what's the point? You know what I mean? And I'm like, I couldn't argue with it because mm. I'm like, I know what you're saying, lad. I'm like, we didn't, no, nothing got said. It was just a look and I thought, yeah, something's, things are a bit, uh, yeah, it, it was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly rang me, Rob. Yeah, he did in the end, didn't he? Yeah, Rob he just rang you. Yeah, he just rang me and just said, I think we're basically better if you called me and Chris, you're like, you're working, I can't get down on days that you're off work because that's weekends. Because yeah, I work yeah. for the school, I work Monday to Friday. Mm. Um, obviously, Rob couldn't turn up on Saturday and start doing tunes all day when he's got gigs that night and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it kind of, for me, that was my, my role with talking to all done then. Mm. Um, it was just always just checking in on the studio whenever Rob was around, seeing how, how Rob was, stuff like that. But I never really had any, any more input in tunes then from that point on. Mm. Um, yeah, that was. That was probably me done with music in that sense. Right, and and so to do the, you said roughly about five tunes, did you say? Yeah, the, yeah, well, just trying to think off the top of my head, yeah, what, what was I involved with? I'd say, yeah, mm -hmm. maybe four or five tunes. Static Bounce being the biggest one of them. Mm -hmm. um, and I still argue that's probably the, the big, one of the biggest Total Control tunes. Definitely. Um, yeah, I think it is, yeah. Which is quite interesting, really, because as he said, it was. I don't know what happened in the room that day, mate. Everyone was just that. Like, almost we were like talking about this effect. area because we were talking about energy. Yeah. And like how you sometimes you can't recreate the same yeah, energy. Yeah. You just, it's in the moment. Yeah, something just mm. happened that day. You can't bring, yeah. you can't, you couldn't make another tune like that. You've got those moments where somebody said, why don't you try doing it? And we go ahead and we've done it and we've all got programmed in. Let's play and it's like, yeah, like that. And then everyone's like, yeah, yeah, like that. And then I'd say, why don't you do such and such? And then you'd do it. And then Rob was like, yeah, we'll do that lad as well. You know what I mean? And everyone everyone liked each other's ideas. Do you know what I mean? No one really sat there. It was never a point when you'd done something I meant. And someone was looking at the other one and we were going, you know not really, I mean? you know. And you'd have to argue that where one person goes, oh, I think it should be in there, and the other two are sitting there going, I don't think you should put that noise in there. See, it's a good energy in the room, that I like that yeah. a lot. I like that but a lot. we always had a good thing with Rob, though, from record shop days. Mm. Like, he was a mad bastard anyway. Oh, mm. yeah, he was absolutely nuts. He definitely calmed down a bit now. Just, he... When I look at him in podcasts and that, but, mate, he was fucking mad. He was probably on the Charlie in the record shops and everything, to be fair. <laughs> but, he, mate, you walk in the record shop sometimes, and he'd be running around or sliding along the floor on his back with a box over his head. <laughs> with that, cut out holes with eyes and shit like Always that. You know what I mean? Stories for you, yeah, and well. stories full of so. full of stories. Normally, fucking big gangbang stories. To be honest with you, <laughs> and obviously being a sixteen-year-old lad, it was one of those for me. It was like, oh, fucking hell, but man, getting a bit involved in something along them lines. You know what I mean? Hot <laughs> beards and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't a big goer outer, but I was big on beards. Though I used to love <laughs> when I was younger, like bit of a casting over. Yeah. Um, so after, so you, you you start doing the hammering the, the total control tunes and stuff like that. You do a couple of uh, official remixes for people yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Well, for, in your opinion, what was the the biggest total control tune? Like your favourite, not the biggest. What's my favourite. Yeah. I feel like does it have to be so? You mean yeah? No, I'm to, I'm gonna, I've, I've, I've got a lot of questions to ask Is you. It a so total control one or just one that I made with Rob? No, total control. 
So it can't be Kane and Clark. No, no, Kane and Clark just talk. What's my favourite? Yeah. Ooh, fuck, I can't even think of them all though. That's the problem, you just one that you'll forget about. Yeah. I really enjoyed at the time of making it. What the fuck? Right. I love doing all like the, the flicky things with all the drum that we did. Yeah. And all them like Yeah, it was boss that I probably enjoyed that. What's your favourite dizzy tune? Dizzy tune? I got a favourite have a think I feel like it's just got to be good life I feel like it's got to be your love mate do you? yeah mm-hmm. interesting feel, yeah I feel like it's got to be good life because good life was always a boss tune to me yeah and that's why it's not that's why I'm shaking with your love because your love was, was new. made by us mm-hmm. you yeah, know, know good life was a glorified beauty wasn't it almost yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Whereas your love, I mean, as much as that's just samples snapped together, isn't it? Yeah, Start yeah. to sit there and pick out a vocal. Start to sit there and go, no, not that one, no, not that one, yeah, yeah that yeah. one. And mm. then, even then, obviously, once you find your vocal, sometimes on an occasion you go, we like you might have had ten vocals to start with, you're now down to four. Most of them tunes had different vocals. Yeah, <laughs> wish I'd still have them now to, to, to show people. I was obviously that's like, that's what this was like. There'd be times when you knock up, a, knock up a tune like that, and the vocal would be like your love is now. Um, and even after they nip for about a week, going, should sure. we just put out the vocal on it instead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Should mm. we just get the whatever vocal that we had in mind at the time? Should we put that on instead? And then you put it over again, you press play, and you're like, no, no, your love definitely works better with it. You know what I mean? Um, so you're going with your love? Yeah, I'd probably say your love, yeah. But then I think everything that came after the initial days of the DJs was a remix, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Nothing else is Dizzy DJ's front it's all remixes. Remixes for Extensive, remixes for ATW, remixes for BCD, everything was yeah, remixes. Yeah. Um, so it was just good to be able to remix tunes that Mick had done, you know what I mean? And then obviously the likes of Candy J, you know what I mean? Just all them kind of things that you never thought there'd ever be any chance of getting any sort of the party you start all the parts all the moment, yeah. you know what I mean? And mm. just to have the parts on the CD and go, huh? You know, no one else has got these kind of thing. Um, obviously, they were the days before the internet was massive. Mm-hmm. You now, now you can just pretty much get everything on there, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, going forward then with uh, the total control, so how long did that go on for? When when did that finish up? Years, didn't it? I don't know how many years it went on for. Like a good. <sighs> I'd like to say like eight years or something that was going was it on that for long? Five? Well, it might have been a something well, about it. Kane, Kane's daughter was born, wasn't she? His, his firstborn was born during the total control days. Yeah, so... And she's so fucking was, just yeah. left school. Yeah. Well, no, but that, that's how long back it was. No, it? no, yeah. Okay. was how long we worked together yeah, for. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think, like, if you look at, like, around 2006, maybe, seven would have been probably when it started, the total control thing, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, where would it have finished for 13, 14? I don't know. Is, is that late? I thought, I thought it was, I don't think it was that late. Was I, th- that late? I, I thought it was about 2010, to be oh, honest. Okay, with 10. I, I, I'm, I'm be, just guessing. No, no, you've probably got a better idea of it. Uh, I mean, because when I was making stuff with, with Rob and then even the one stuff, I just didn't really, I didn't get involved enough in the scene. Mm. I didn't stay involved. I just, I done it from afar. Well, the local scene at that, all the records. Locally for us, yeah. I don't know when. It's hard to say when it ended. Mm. I could probably open a. I have a date on yeah. That's yeah, yeah. dated last and the What was the last tune then? Do you know? It's unfinished. Oh, unfinished tune. Yeah. What is it? 
I can't even remember what it, I don't think it's got any like vocal with it or anything like that. Um, and it's funny because it kind of like, from what I remember of it, it was mainly Rob who would, like I said to you earlier about towards the end, Rob would sit at acid and mess with acid and mm. stuff and I'd be like, decent distance just be able to like sit back and actually, so then he, I'd be watching him doing stuff and that and so I think the last thing that we done, he was heavily involved in like the project itself mm. and I'm sure when I last listened to it, which would have been a good five, ten years ago now maybe, it sounded like where he took um, when he was doing like club and stuff and that, mm. like the, it's like the slower sort of like ploddy, not ploddy but it's got like a bit of a movement to it rather than just being like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. the floor, yeah. Um, I think if you have carried on total control, you'd have you'd have evolved into that because I noticed that you you when you slowed your stuff down, that's what I said to you before, didn't I? Your it's got a proper groove to to yeah. it, and I feel like if total control would have been a thing t today, yeah, it'd be like one forty bangers, and I think it, you'd be better off for it as well. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense, yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I think total control coming around these days would be Everton getting released now, like you're kind of langier. Yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's it'd be far off that. Mm. Either that or it'd still be a lot of fucking Don Cups. Because mm. yeah. I think there was times when it probably got lazy, wasn't it? You know mm. what I mean? When you could second guess it. Just to get it done. All the time, but I don't think... I don't know where it'd be at now. Like, like I said to you earlier, I don't know if, like if I sat down with Rob now to be a total control dream, would we just go into the folder that's got all the total control samples in and then start making another tune again from mm. all them? And it would then sound at least like home, almost. Mm. Uh, like I said, there's a fine balance nowadays when you see bands get together and stuff like that, or they bring out a new album, mm. and it's like, you want the balance of their yeah. sound and modern sound yeah, because the I think yeah. the Arts of Monkeys are a prime example of that aren't they was yeah. it Glastonbury they, they done this year they heard Lion Glastonbury and the, the mm -hmm. thing they got off the back last they got off the back of it was crazy because mm -hmm. they basically just done a set of all the new stuff and nobody fucking knew it mm -hmm. um, it's a different vibe completely yeah, as well I, well I was going to say to you, it's not the same though either is mm -hmm. it you know what I mean and they got a hell of a lot of backlash off the back of that mm -hmm. yeah. so my, my thing is though it's like if you brought the total control control sound <clears> back <throat> You'd want that authentic sound of what it, why it was different to everyone else in the beginning, mm. but it would have the the modern techniques and that as together. Yeah, you've yeah. just you've because there'd be people, for instance, there'd be people there sitting waiting, hearing the total control. Oh, they're coming back, and then it'd be like the, in their head, the half they can half yeah, picture what it's going to sound like. That's what does my head in a bit sometimes, or has done my head in for a, since ever of making music because people have always got a thinking of what it should be what what they should expect from you yeah and if you don't hit them with their expectations it can fall you can fall on your ass sometimes you're like people just don't appreciate it or don't mm. don't mis maybe not not respect that it's what you've actually uh, wanted to do but i don't know i think that body rock thing that you released for us yeah i think that could be a prime example because we were literally talking about to do the week when we and i said to you i feel it sounds it leans it leans more towards the console than does the DGDH for me personally. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this year, it's just quite simply because the bass line, I think. Um, Good tune, that. I like that. Yeah, I like the tune. I, I, we, we always liked the tune, though, didn't we? we yeah, we did. We, actually. The, the tune that we sampled, we fucking loved, and that's the reason that we've done it. Um, yeah. 
And we did, we were basically done it just for reminisce, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, it was. It was the only reason it got done. Really. Um, so we had something fresh for reminisce, so we could sort of say to the people, we're, we're back, we're obviously going to be playing all our old bangers, but we've done a few fresh bits, you mm. know what I mean? And it was, it, to, it, I remember being on the phone to Kane and saying to him about having thingy, he went, why have you just done something new? And I was like, well, you kind of, and he's like, yes, lad, I fucking love that. He went, I didn't expect that, I love all that. <laughs> um, so yeah, Body Doc was one, and then, uh, glorified, another glorified beauty that I always wanted to do. I always felt like, was it me? I think it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always felt like the vocal for such a feeling. John the dentist yeah. would sit here very over the top of the get a life piano. Mm. Um, so we done that. Um, that's there somewhere. Might, might never have heard it. In fact, it'd be on it's in the mix. It's in the mix from Rebellious Yeah. Did you need to pitch that? Or did it actually fall uh, right? No, it's just, it's just, it just fits mm. perfect with it. Excellent. I mean, probably have to maybe move it up a key. Yeah. Mm. Or something like that. I feel like I'm starting to get better. Even now, though. Like, I, I listen to all the house music now more as opposed to, like, Scouse or Bounce, if you like. Mm. Um, and there's been a couple of tunes, haven't there, over the, year, over the last year or two, and I've said to you, oh, I've got one, I'll just put that fucking vocal on that, me. I mean, I've got yeah. no equipment at home, no computer, no, no, mm. like that. It's just all on my phone. Um, and was it Dusky Dusky done a tune recently called Lo I said recently it's probably about two years old now called Local Newspaper you may or may not have heard it and I always used to have the vocal in my head and then I said to you I'm going to do that and I done it and I sent it yeah. over to you and said does that sound is it just me or does that sound like that vocal belongs in that tune mm -hmm. like it sounded like that that tune was written for that vocal and then he's written the tune and then just pulled the vocal out and went there's me instrumental you know what I mean yeah, and yeah. it sits that well with it Um so yeah, I only say that because when you said about did they have to pitch up mm. such a good, uh, such a feeling of all down or anything like that. Yeah. And you said no, just maybe a tiny bit. Yeah, I just fell bit. in, I think. Yeah. Um, what I'm yeah. going to say is, um, would you mind if I came back and done a part two, which is as well, because oh, I've, no, I've got to, two, we're at like 2010 now, I still I feel like there's still loads to do as well, and loads. There's probably loads that we've missed out. As yeah, well. I've just got a couple of questions for you, if that's alright. Yeah, of course. It's just, uh, so this uh, question from the last guest, so what I do is I ask, I tell them who's coming on and then they'll, they'll get to me. Yeah. So uh, first of all, I want to congratulate uh, congratulate you for Crazy Train, my all-time favourite tune. Um, <laughs> if you were to redo one of your old tracks, which would it be and why? And that's from Cal, who was on the last episode. Ooh. I don't think I would, you know. I, ho I hate revisiting tracks. Me and me and Rob started to do your love years ago, a remix of the Total Control remix of your love. Mm. I couldn't do it. I, I just I said to him, no, nah, I can't do this, Rob. So we just deleted it. So what, I, 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 I find it hard to revisit tunes because... You've already done it. Yeah, and I feel like I can't... It, it is what it, it is. What it is. That's what I've done that with it. That was the attempt of it, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. People like it, and I think sometimes people think that you're going to do do it justice because it's your tune you've redone it it's mm -hmm. gonna be good isn't it and then it's not so what about uh, okay we'll change it a little bit then what 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 about with the production techniques you know now what's one that you would go and polish up oh, every fucking one of them <laughs> that's a big pretty, one though pretty much Ooh. a dizzy one any yeah, any? Just anything anything in your back catalogue what one would I clean up if I could mm. Cause that's all I'd be doing, cleaning it up. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't expect you to change it. Like, nah, I don't know. You know, that's a hard question. Now, <laughs> it's hard to remember even all the tunes. Right? Yeah. 
they keep going back to me like from we, the whole pod another thing as well back. with Crazy Train the kick and the bass and that <laughs> is still sounds it sounds better than most today yeah. it's still it's mm-hmm. solid absolutely solid yeah I like that though I remember when they done Crazy Train I remember thinking that's a fucking banger that and the fact that they used the Jonah thing as well. It was a Jonah thing, wasn't it? Mm. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's on the second breakdown. I was going to say, what was the first breakdown with Scoot? You know more than I do. Was the first breakdown with Scoot? No, I don't know. What think was so. the first break? Because um, it, it was one of those ones where we'd done two separate breaks again, wasn't it? So the second no, one was just, one's the, the Jonah. first one, one was just the actual part of the crazy scene, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the, the piano. Doing, 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 all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, I, the second breakdown goes into Jonah. It does, yeah. I forgot that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but crazy thing. Good shout out, to be fair. It is. Who, it who is. was it that you said? Uh, Carl Cal- Hewitt. Yeah, it's an Cal- evil Cal- sound. Like, loads of the Total Control kick and basses were quite evil mm. sounding. They were tough. They were yeah. solid. You know what I mean? Was, yeah. Yeah. Not as tough as But like I said, it was just. Mm. They were just vengeance, really. We'd layer bass lines. That was the biggest thing with the bass lines, I think. Layering mm. them finding like yeah finding the right ones that just worked together yeah right um we're gonna tie up today if that's okay yeah. um it's been an absolute pleasure you having you on mate like honestly class I'm it's been boss to be fair i'm just yeah. sorry i couldn't be here from the beginning no no it's fine it's fine <laughs> it's, i, I think it's that? added a dynamic to it mate me. where we've we've had a chat you've came in as well and added to it and i, I, I like i like the i like Talking to you, to be fair, like as yeah, I said, it's always a good chat. Say, well, nice to catch up with. All. That's the main thing for me. I, I mean, mm. I, I was shit myself over pressing record and that's so, all. <laughs> but just the chat in general was just nice. To be how how less stressful is it now? You've actually actually sat here and done it, and you think to yourself, like fuck it, it's just it's just a chat with us. After the first yeah. ten minutes, I think you probably I mean, forget the cameras there, don't you? And yeah. then he picked me nose a few times. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you, you kind of forget the cameras there, don't you? Yeah. So uh, if you've enjoyed this, then share it with your mates. Um, and if you want to watch more episodes, go to our YouTube. It's time to refresh. Uh, and where can they find your music at? Where's the best place to to find? Which the skull stuff or the a- any of your music? So still got a few one. There's a one SoundCloud, yeah, yeah. Soul Control SoundCloud, there's a Dizzy SoundCloud. Dizzy, yeah. um, one of the guys SoundCloud, isn't there? There one, is, yeah. yeah. One, yeah. Um, and then obviously the Tough Cookie, or the Cookie Doll Records thing, which yeah. is the main one at the moment, which right. I do need to get some stuff up on. So, so I'm slacking on that at the moment. Right, excellent. Go and check it all out. There's a, like literally, when you sent me that Google Drive, there's literally like something there for okay. everyone. A variation. I forgot you got the USB. Well, I'd send you that over the whole thing. The you? Google Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like USB. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but like, there's literally something there for everyone. Yeah, like, there probably is. Yeah. Like, you, if you got, if you like the slower, groovier stuff, it's there. If you like the the sort of pumping stuff, it, it's there. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's been great. See you again next week. See you later.